your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. of the Ken Miller Show here on 1700 KBGG, along with uh, Trent Condon. Uh, we talk the world of sports uh, from noon until 2, every Monday through Friday. Uh, local sports on your radio or your favorite listening device as we headlong, move headlong into the, oh, for me, uh, the best month on the sports calendar, the month of October. Uh, September didn't end well. We'll get into that as the uh, Hawks fall uh, in East Lansing over the weekend. Uh, they're a record now 3-2. and two. Where do we go from here? We'll discuss that and do so with Mark Morehouse coming up at 1220 uh, here this afternoon. Uh, then we'll switch to college football on a national scale. Bama Bob in his regular spot at 1240. Dylan Montz, who's in Ames. Uh, for covering Iowa State, in particular Matt Campbell's press conference for the Ames Tribune as they get set to take on number 3 Oklahoma. We'll hear from Dylan at one twenty, and then Nick Athen will wrap things up. Chiefs and the Redskins as we uh, put a cap on week number four of the NFL. A fun week in the NFL as we are down to one unbeaten team, and it is the Chiefs, and you can hear every single one of the Chiefs games home and away all season long right here on 1700 KBGG. Trent Condon, let's get you in here. And I, I mean, I guess we have to start to go back to Saturday with uh, with Iowa um, falling 17-10 to 10 and kind of, um, I don't want to say boring, it's football after all. Some games are better than others regardless of sport. This wasn't a thing of beauty by any means. What was your biggest takeaway from what you witnessed on uh, Saturday afternoon? That offensive line has big-time issues. The Joe Moore award-winning line from yes, last year? Yes, yeah. which, in its own right, let's be honest, that was a sham last year. It was, Trent. Could, could not agree with you more, said so as much. I didn't call it a sham. Yeah, it, it was Lifetime Achievement Award. That's, it was, that's the word we used. Yeah. And we know the connection with Joe Moore sure. and Kirk Ferentz. Come on. That was not the best offensive line in the country. They gave up 30 sacks. Mm-hmm. You give up 30 sacks, you're not the best offensive no. line in the country. Guessing we could have gone and found probably 20 or so schools that yes. had fewer than that. Yeah, they had 2,000-yard rushers. We mm-hmm. know about the passing mm-hmm. game problems. But still, you give up 30 sacks, you're not the best offensive line in the country. And they have big-time issues now. After the loss of Ike Becker, bigger than we probably thought initially. Mm-hmm. Probably so. Yeah. yeah. James Daniels not playing like um, than we thought he was going to play like. Not all Big Ten right now. No, he's not, Trent. I'm not sure anybody on that line is. Boone Myers, I, I watched a couple of plays where he just, you can tell that ankle's still bothering him. And it is. It's been hurting yeah. since August. Shut him down. Mm-hmm. Shut him down here. you got to buy week after back this. To, well, Reynolds has been over there, and he hasn't been awful. Has been awful. And Tristan Wirfs, you know, we, we heard the praises. I know he's mm-hmm. been dinged up, but I think that's where you start with this because even last year when they couldn't throw the football, they could run the football. They could run the football with two backs. Well, they had a quarterback that they could throw, but they didn't have any receivers that could get separation. Right. right. And I don't think the quarterback is that big of a deal. I think it all starts up front. This year, you mean, Stanley? This year. When you can't run the football, you're not doing a whole lot as an mm-hmm. Iowa offense. Mm-hmm. And the passing game, there were drops. Stanley had Well, teams are daring Nate Stanley to beat them. They are. They are. But I think it's still teams were doing that last year with C.J. Beathard. And really, he wasn't able to do it. Mm-hmm. They did it two years ago. Mm-hmm. Wisconsin and I just got better receivers this year yeah. than they did last year. And they just can't generate anything there. So that's where I start today. Mm-hmm. That offensive line needs a lot of work here. Yep. Illinois might be the elixir and then a bye week. 
It comes at a good time. There's the old adage for it. No, you. I agree with you. I mean, they're 20 point favorites, which blew me away when I saw that number released yesterday. 20 seems awful high. Uh, Illinois is not very good by any means. Watch them play Nebraska. They made Nebraska look like a bowl team, and I'm not sure that they are, although <laughs> we'll find out real quick here about Nebraska and is, is where they fit, is the, the meat of their schedules uh, about to be upon them. But, you know, the, the Iowa game, look, I, I applaud the fake at the, at the um, going for it when they did. It was a fluke that the ball fell out of Stanley's hands. They they probably, I mean, at the minimum, you got to think the way Racino's is kicking, it's going to be three points minimum. The um, getting the ball back with the way they did was a complete. You know what? Um, look, it would have been tough to score anyway. But you know, Jackson making a. You know, I don't want to call him a rookie, but he's kind of a rookie because that's he's hasn't been returning punts all that long, and um, they wasted some time off the clock there. Look, it was just a, it was one of those games that you you never felt at any point watching this game, and the game was close. Let's be honest. I mean, it's a one score game, but I don't. Trent, I don't know where you are. I never felt at any point, you know what, I'm just going to win this football game. They're going to find a way to pull this one. Never crossed my mind. No, not at all. And that thought came out against Penn State a couple of times. They're hanging around. Sure. They're doing it. They're going to hold on and win. Right. And they just, it, it was a frustrating game to watch. It really was. There was the opening drive where, well, oh, what we Moody, about? they're going to beat him every yes. single year. Hangover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the hangover was there because it wasn't just Ojemudi either. It was everything. No, but they attacked him early. Yeah. I mean, uh, Felton Davis. Yep. Felton Davis became a Michigan State legend after the performance this past week. Like when he catch ten Andre balls. Risen. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure he's that, but Oja <laughs> Moody made him look like that. He did. And then, you know, didn't get off the bus here down. Michigan State didn't play that well. Outside of the first quarter, they weren't very good I either. like the quarterback, though. Lewerke's growing up in front of yeah, our eyes. I mean, he's he's right. going to be a pain in the you-know-what in the next couple of years. So, two sophomore quarterbacks played. You're taking oh, Lewerke over Stanley? Absolutely. Really? Yeah, I think so. He can, he's, he's more of a threat to run the football. Yes, yeah. More of a dual threat. And he can hold on to the football, which helps. Well, I couldn't last week. He did this week. I mean, he, he learned his lesson from the Notre Dame game into this game. So, look, it, it was just... It was an Iowa-Michigan State game. But it was boring. It, it was, uh, yeah, it was kind cool, of. But yeah, Josie Jewell was fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Josie Jewell made up, made up for that game. Look, when the schedule came out, and we're going back into July or August or May or June, whatever it is, when we start, you know, taking a, taking more, spending more time talking April. football. April, Big Ten and Big Twelve. You looked at that Michigan State game. And it's the first game in the on the road in the Big Ten, and, and you're wondering, you know, not so fast. By just thought that sure they were a three and nine team last year, but the year before that they were a pretty damn good team. Yeah. So before we go ahead and automatically put that one in the win column, maybe put that one in the remains to be seen. Look, I was three and two after five games. Three and two. Now the way they started, everybody's expectations ratcheted up, right? If you had them at six. If you had them at six, you were probably going to elevate that to seven, eight after what you saw against Wyoming, after what you saw against Iowa State, that terrific win, as well as they played against Penn State. Even if you were, you know, you were still on the arrows pointing up, you still felt pretty good about, you know, elevating the expect your expectations on this Hawkeye team after the Penn State. But at the end of the day, where Michigan State is right now, uh, I think you're probably, you know what, maybe your first impression, maybe your first assumption is going to be the one that gets proven to be right. Maybe this is a six-win team, a seven-win team. They've got some warts. The offensive line is is clearly one of them. Look, they've got a very talented running back, but everybody knows the ball's going to Akram Wadley. And 
Defensive coordinators in the Big Ten, they are going to take a look at that game film from this past week, and they're going to do exactly what they what Michigan State did. They're going to load the box. They're going to be, dare Nate Stanley to beat him through the air. Their receivers are better. There's no doubt about that. I think Hawkinson's becoming a weapon. We knew Fant was, but they seem to take him away. Marcet is a guy that's, uh, and even Nick Easley, uh, two guys that you didn't expect to get this from. The receivers are better than we thought. I, I just think, Trent, we've maybe got to, you know, go back to where everybody's expectations were prior to the season season starting. Maybe that's where you're going to be proven right. Yeah, it's they're okay. They can improve. But, you know, a telling thing from after the game, Kirk Ferentz says the same things over and over and over. We know what he's going to say pretty much every time. But he's mentioned it a couple of times the last few weeks. we got to get better quicker, paraphrasing here. We have to improve at a faster pace than we are. Is this team a little bit more behind schedule than he anticipated? Well, I don't know because I don't know if he I mean, he didn't name his quarterback until I don't know what his expectations could have been right. because he had a quarterback. I don't want to call it contra- decision sure. to make late into the month of August. So I guess maybe. Yeah. I mean, you thought the offensive line was going to be a strength, yes, right? Yeah. No doubt about it. Strength. They're all back. Yep. Now, we know that they haven't all been able to answer the bell due to injuries. Akram Wadley's coming back. You are going to be able to run the football. Well, you know what? You can't run the football. You haven't run the football well. And even the bad teams have been able to run the football, Mm -hmm. and you can't. Mm -hmm. Is it time to reevaluate what you're doing up there? And they've done that in the past and, and be able to find things, but it goes hand in hand with everything. You know, the linebackers... They were coming downhill all game long. And though they didn't have a stacked box, you know, it wasn't eight guys or even nine guys in a box, but the linebackers and safeties knew that they could play downhill, that mm-hmm. they didn't have to worry about getting beat deep. And it's going to take Well, that Bocci's a nice player, isn't he's he? A, yeah. He's, now, but he looked like an All-American. He's not that No, player. I know. He's a walk-on for crying right, out loud. Right, right. He's yeah. a nice player. Right. He looked a lot better than nice, though, against Iowa because he was able and, to play And you that know way. what? They credit him for nine tackles when I looked at the box score. He seemed like he made way more than right. that, didn't he? Isn't it I mean, funny I did... how you go to games and watching games and tackle numbers always seem off? Yeah, they do. I mean, Unless I agree with you. Jewel. Right. We had 16 yeah. again. But think about that. Joe Lanning had 20. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Josie Joel had a whale of a game, 16. Lanning had 20, 20 for crying out loud. I remember Bob Thursday. Sanders, a game against Indiana, had like 26 tackles. No, did yeah. you really? Yeah. That's crazy. He's national player of the week. I mean, those are the kind of things that kind of just jump off, and mm-hmm. tackle numbers are odd. Because mm-hmm. there's guys that seem like they're always around the ball, like him, and mm-hmm. oh, nine tackles? That's oh, all right. Why did they give a scholarship to a punter and then not use him? Because from everybody that's watched him warm up, watched him back in August. Rastetler's better? Yeah, he's, there's not a difference there. Really? There's not a difference. Why does Iowa give out scholarships to kickers and punters? Because when they do, it doesn't work. They haven't, have they? Last no. couple of years, it's been a, it's been a monumental fail the, at that position. Kid from Texas, they're, mm-hmm. they're Griffin Carr, I think. I mean, all kinds of guys. Remember the, the remember the kid from where was he from? Uh, Australia. That oh said, yeah. <laughs> what, I don't even think Johnny that. Mullins. Is that his name? Johnny Mullins. Yeah. Uh, Trent Mossbrecker from yeah, Indiana. There's another one. I, they. They misevaluate when it comes to that. Mm-hmm. Just bring a bunch of walk-ons in, see because they've had a lot of success with that. Miguel yeah. Racinos, right? Another walk-on. Well, look, they were they they didn't get any help flipping the field from him. They were behind the chains early every single. I mean, I, I what was I? I'm sure there is a stat, and I haven't I haven't seen it. What was their average first down and or second down and this? They must have been looking at second and nine. Yes, had to have been average, right? Second and eight. 
I don't remember the exact number, but I want to say. Wasn't good. Couldn't no, have been. No, no. Out of their rushes in the football game, how many times did they run the football? Akram had 17. Uh, and let me look real One quick. out of Ke- Kelly Martin's up uh, 25 like times. 25 times. Does that include Stanley in there? Yes, that includes his negative plays. I think of the. I think it was 18 carries, though, out of the two running There were. Uh, yeah. Uh, IKM, is that what we call yeah. him now? He yep. had one. Akram Wadley had the other 17. And I want to say 12 of those 18 carries went for zero. Or, or negative, negative yards. yards. Yep. That says it all, right? Mm-hmm. That happens at Iowa. Not winning many football games. No, the, st- the stats bear it out. I yeah. mean, if you are not, if you don't crack a hundo, you're not going to win very many football games. They weren't Iowa. cracking a hundred. Even close. So so where are you now with three and two, Trent? With Northwestern, Minnesota, Ohio State, Wisconsin, Purdue, and Nebraska still to come. It's time to make a Go do what you're supposed to against Illinois. Feel right? good. Get a, get a yep. feel-good win against Illinois going into the break. Get, get the break because the end of the schedule is going to be tough. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very well could be Mike Riley coaching for his coaching career. I think no, it is. It will be Purdue. We know much better than we anticipated. Mm-hmm. Who knows what they'll look like at that? But it's going to be a more difficult game, and of course, Ohio State, Wisconsin, or the other two. Mm-hmm. So this is the time you got to make. Hey, beat Illinois, get healthy in that bye week, come back, go on the road, beat Northwest. They do that. This still, this still could be an eight and four team. I don't think they're that far away. The defense is outstanding and still improving. Mm-hmm. Boy, Hooker is a player. Isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's just, I agree. He's really good. Yep. Defense is going to be there. And I still, even as bad as it looked offensively, I still think there's enough upside on this offense that they can get it figured out and, and be 8-4. and four. Be solid. So you're not winning the West. If though. you're going to improve, if the upside is going to be there, the upside you're seeing is at the quarterback spot has yeah. to be. Yeah. I I, there were people calling for Uyghurs. No, no, you can't. You, you don't no. want to make a switch. No, no not at no, all. No, 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 no. He didn't play well. The fumbles are frustrating. I mm-hmm. get that. And the fumbles against Wyoming, so they kind of go hand in hand. Well, the one it's when, yeah, times. the one when they were when he fumbled at the five. I yes. mean, that obviously massive, and right? Slipped out of his. I mean, mm-hmm. it happens. You see NFL quarterbacks. You it do. does happen. Yep. From time to time, but I was not at a spot that they can handle that. They can't have Brandon Smith on a second career touch fumble the football. Mm-hmm. They're not there yet. We talked about last week with Iowa State, they had to play a clean game. Offensively, Iowa's still at the spot. They have to play clean games to even beat average teams on the road. And so you think that you, so you're still, you're still in the 8-4 and four camp after what you saw this past week? I still believe they can get there. Mm-hmm. I'd probably say 7-5 and five right now, but I, I don't think it's that big of a stretch to get there. It's not Hawkeye Homer, they're going to be 8-4. No, four. I'm with you. I think 7-4 and four is more likely, or 7-5 and five rather is yeah. more likely. Uh, of the two, but look at the, 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 if you go back to the Penn State game, they played the you know what's off yes. in that game. You know yeah. what we didn't see? We didn't see fatigue being a factor. No. I didn't, I'll, especially on the defensive no, side no. of the ball. And late in the game, well, it was also D'Antonio. He's going into his box. I mean, yep. much like we see Kirk, yep. he is very much built the same way. Mm-hmm. We got a lead. They're not doing anything against our defense. Let's not do anything stupid. And so he went that way. But yeah, they play well. I, I think the only thing that we saw was getting off the bus. They weren't quite ready. Just the the speed, they looked off that for especially that first drive. They the they looked slow across yeah. the defense across. The really, Yo, Michigan State went right down. Mm-hmm. Was it eight plays, seventy five yards, and, and boom. then they did tighten the screws. So yeah. I'll give you that. All right, we got to take a time out. Let's get Mark Morehouse's his take on this game. Uh, he will join us next. Of course, Cedar Rapids Gazette for Mark. It's the Ken Miller Show. We're here Monday through Friday from noon until two on seventeen hundred KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Boom.
Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee, so whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. The prices at some Halloween attractions are scarier than the events themselves. That's why we're bringing you Half Off Haunts. You'll save 50% at these great places for Halloween fun. Like Howell's Pumpkin Patch. Howell's Pumpkin Patch is loaded with pumpkins and farm fun, including a corn maze, giant bull slide, great pumpkin jumping pad, new this year eight-person international harvester pedal tractor, and push-pull tractors and more. Another Half Off Haunt is Scream Acres at Bloomsbury Farm in Atkins. Scream Acres features four different attractions. Cell Block Z, the Carnival Chaos, the Slaughterhouse, and Haunted Cornfield. The final half-off haunt is the Pumpkin Ranch in Winterset. Home of Iowa's Mega Corn Maze, Jump Pillows, Zip Lines, Giant Tube Slide at Toddler Town, and Pumpkins. Learn more about these half-off haunts now with the sweet deals at 1700kbgg.com. Quantities are limited. Don't miss your chance to save 50% at these great places for Halloween fun. Half-off haunt. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Save big this autumn season during Menards Fall Catalog Sale. Ideal makes quality garage doors that are built to last. Right now, get 10% off all stock and special order Ideal Garage Doors from Menards. Get a premium insulated 9x7 garage door for just $359 or upgrade to a premium insulated 9x7 garage door with windows for only $419. Get these and other great deals through October 8th during Menards Fall Catalog Sale. Save big money at Menards. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. show a monday edition trent condon and myself with you uh, noon till two every monday through friday uh coming up dylan Montz in hour number two and nick athen will check in on the chiefs as they host the washington redskins right now mark morehouse cedar rapids gazette the gazette.com backslash sports he joins us to recap michigan state and iowa mark trent and ken how are you hanging in there long weekend uh <laughs> That was a long drive Saturday night. Hey, I saw your tweet. Now, was it eight hours? You were jumping in the car. You had an eight-hour, and this got to be about yeah. 10 o'clock at night yeah. you were leaving, right? Right. It was more like 11, and it, it was a little less than eight hours, but it was still a long drive. Part of the, part of what, what helped us get through was some really great uh, radio, and there was a Howard Stern interview with Jerry Seinfeld. I, I'm sorry I'm talking about this, but it was fantastic. <laughs> and made the time fly by. Yeah, you got to have those uh, if, if you can make it feel a little bit shorter. Keep you keep those eyeballs from uh, uh, eyelids open. Yeah. That that's the key. Uh, yeah. Let's. The game was kind of a snoozer, uh, though. Mark, I mean. Look, it was uh, it was going to be, I thought, a tough spot all along, right? Everybody, I think we maybe bought in a little bit after we saw this this team getting off to the start that they would, and I think most elevated expectations. But it just wasn't, it was far from a thing of beauty, but we came to expect that against Michigan State, right? These things, for the most part, are going to be played that way. Did you leave East Lansing thinking Michigan State is a significantly better team than Iowa? Not significantly, no, but better a better team than iowa and uh i think you know the bull the big 10 bull uh bonanza will probably bear that out i mean michigan state i think it's not i don't think it's a it will be able to com- compete this year with ohio state and penn state but i don't think it's that far off i mean it's playing its brand of football and uh iowa got into a field possession game and kind of like last week mm-hmm. that uh or kind of like against penn state that piled up on the hawkeyes and i wrote a piece from the press box Saturday night about, you know, uh, uh, kind of comparing the days of the two punters. Right. And, and I know Huge the Colton Rod resters, he's become sort of a, uh, kind of a lightning rod for this team, but mm-hmm. I'll contend that it's really hard to punt from inside your own end zone or inside your own 10. And there's a ton that went into the field position thing. I was often didn't move the ball and, uh, Josh Jackson, we probably need to find out what he's being coached to do this right. week because he's catching punts inside the 10 yard line. And to me, I think that's probably what he's coached to do. And in a way it makes sense. You know, do you roll the, you know, you spin the roulette wheel and hope the ball goes in the end zone inside, or does it stop at the one, that kind of thing. So, so many elements went in the bad, I was bad field position, but I really do think that's kind of what swallowed the Hawkeyes up Saturday. Forget the last drive. I think it was field position that really kind of bit him. You know what? I just want to jump in here, Trent, before we... Uh, on that point, Mark, it seems like... I don't think that this is a an exclusively an Iowa thing as far as catching the ball inside the 10-yard line. I mean, it's, it, it seemed like, you know, the 10-yard line used to be the line of demarcation, right? 
You see that in the NFL. You're seeing that in college football. I, I don't know when it changed, but apparently it's changed this year because we see it a lot. Yeah, I think it's a uh, you know it's coach's choice, and Iowa you know they brought in uh, Kevin Spencer. He's you know, a special teams NFL guru. Maybe they want, maybe they believe in Josh Jackson and want him to make a play. Maybe this is Josh Jackson's judgment to, to, to catch a, uh, a ball and kind of judge the trajectory of where the ball is and if he thinks it might go in the end zone. So much, so many variables go into field position. But I do think uh, uh, if you look at the broad numbers that came out of Saturday, both punters average about 38 yards per punt. Just Michigan State's punter. Uh, pinned Iowa inside the 25 times Iowa's punter only did that once. Of course, he was punting from inside his own 10-yard line three times. That's, you know, a 37 or 38-yard punt is, doesn't mean as much from your goal line as it does if it's, say, from your 30. Mark, uh, we're at special teams, and the other part of that is, of course, the punter spot. Ryan Gersandi, what have you seen out of him, at least when he's warming up? There's no magic elixir out there, but uh, is it time to give the youngster a shot? You know, that's probably what they're weighing this week, Trent. Um, I've not seen a lot out of him. I've not seen him in a game. Uh, I, I've not noticed him really in warm-ups. Uh, but that, you know, I think that's probably, you know, some, you know, Ferentz even said Saturday night that, that they're going to evaluate that position and many others. And so I wonder what's happening at corner. I do see that uh, Michael Ojemudi is listed as a starter ahead of Manny Rugumba today. Mm. Uh, Rugumba came into, went into the Michigan State game, apparently was hurt against Penn State, looks like an ankle maybe, and he couldn't play. Uh, Ferentz kind of mentioned that, you know, Wadley left the locker room with an ankle injury or almost left the locker room against North Texas with an ankle injury. Then he kind of said the same, you know, Rugamba did get out of the, uh, of the Penn State locker room with an, an-, an ankle injury. So I think he's kind of wondering what the heck's going on there, and I don't blame him. I mean, that's, you know, those are, there are protocols there that should be catching that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Now, Rugamba looks like he's out. Looks like Ojemudi is in. Ojemudi, they picked on him early. They I did. thought uh, Michigan yep. State did, and he, he kind of found his footing. But, you know, in a game like Iowa-Michigan State, the damage is already done there. Two, two touchdowns kind of, you know, on the defensive seat right off the bat. Yeah, I made Felton Davis look uh, look all world, uh, Mark, uh, early in the, in the in that football game in particular. But you know that aside, uh, his play aside, I thought Hooker was really good, and the you know the the front seven again. I mean, you, you certainly I don't think can then uh, can fault or, or point any blame at what the the defensive line and and certainly the linebackers. Maybe there was a couple of occasions. I think Bauer was maybe beat on one play that uh but but i mean that's going to happen to linebackers right when they're covering guys out of the backfield but the defense overall mark i thought that I mean, they showed up and did what they've been doing so far this year it's a it's a defense that's hard to score on and it was last year and it is again this year a lot of that is josie jewel whistle to whistle i'm not sure there's uh there's been a better defender in the fans here i mean Bob Sanders is wow. That's saying a lot. That's, that's handled ground, but if you watch Jersey Jewel, if you just watch him every play, whistle to whistle, he's laying some power on somebody, and he's such a powerful player. Uh, he is, you know, he is kind of the standard right now for mm-hmm. for keep making keeping Iowa football interesting. Now this this thing is three and two. I think you can uh, you can obviously say the defense, in my opinion. Playing pretty well, hard to score against. Mm-hmm. Uh, offense, really, I imagine it's it's frustrating for everybody. It's frustrating for coaches. It's uh, it's frustrating for players. So it's, the offense, obviously, there's frustrations there. 
special teams, I don't think has been a, a plus that Iowa's had has needed it to be. But yeah, the defense and Josie Jewell, man, that's that's a pretty hard, pretty good standard. And if the rest of the team can kind of get there, or at least in that ballpark, you know, this might be an interesting season. Yet there's still seven games, and uh, you know, zero and two in the West is tough. And I don't, you know, Wisconsin with its schedule, I'm not sure Wisconsin loses two Big Ten games. So, you know, you kind of do some recalibration, and I still think it's an interesting season is out there for this team. Well, if that's still a hope of the Hawkeye fans, you become Cornhusker fans this week. Uh, good luck with that one, Hawkeye fans. Mark, the offensive line, there, there is nothing out there that is going to all of a sudden make this a dominant uh, offensive line up front. The injury to Ike Becker, I think, bigger than maybe we anticipated. What do you know about Tristan Wirfs? Heard he's been dinged up a little bit there. You know, getting Sean Welsh maybe back inside a guard where he, just frankly, is a much better player. Could that help this offensive line along? Yeah, um, I think... I don't think there's any one player who's going to help it. I think the guys they have are the guys they like right now. Just, you know, Boone Myers' ankle, he's obviously not moving like he like he has in his career. And that, you're talking about a three-year starter who's who's now switching time with a, a junior who's never really played before in Ross Reynolds. So, you know, that's distortion for the offensive line. James Daniels missed week one with some sort of injury, and I don't think he's looking like the guy who played – was a dominant player at the end of the last year. He's not looking like that guy right now. Whatever injury he has, near back or something like that, it's kind of affected the way he's his power. You know the way he's play, way he plays. Sean Welsh, uh, he was an All Big Ten guard last year. Now he's playing tackle. That's a that's a huge distortion for this offensive line. Mm-hmm. And a later chance, a brand new player, just brand new. So, you know everybody has quote unquote. And I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm not calling these excuses, but there are realities with this offensive line that it's not the same group that won the Joe Moore Award last year, and I'm not sure how close it is to being that group. Hmm. I don't know if they'll reach that this year. Yeah, I'd be surprised, Mark. Uh, Mark Morehouse, uh, Cedar Rapids Gazette. Mark, uh, Nate Stanley's now had five starts under his belt. When you think back to where he was in the Wyoming game, to what you saw in East Lansing, what steps forward do you do you think the quarterback is taking? Um, that's a great question. I'll, I'm going to give Stanley huge credit for this. I don't know how many times he was hit Saturday. I think I want to say eight, somewhere in that neighborhood. I mean, between sacks, QB hits, QB hurries, he was somewhere in the neighborhood of eight to 10. And the toughness it takes to stand in there and take mm-hmm. the hits that he's, ta- that he's taking right now, that's such, that tells me something that, that gives, mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's something you can work with the play on the goal line. Man, how many times do you see a quarterback do that? And how many times you wish all the time that it's not the quarterback who happens to be wearing the laundry that you're cheering for? Right. But you see it happen yeah. every week, and there it was. And I think he, you know, I think in that play, he just tried to make an instinctive play, and he mm-hmm. whipped his arm, and you know that happened. Um, not not very many interceptions out of this guy. One interception mm-hmm. this year. I think the decision making is good. I don't think he quote unquote needs to throw interceptions or needs to take risks. His percentage on long passing plays. Now that's that's something that people are losing patience with. I get that. Right. One of those is going to hit, and then maybe they all hit. But uh, those are very low percentage plays. Are very tough to make. So what what can he do to improve and, and, and bring this? You know, bring make the offense viable. I think he just needs he needs some help out there. But he's a, he is only a sophomore quarterback. He needs a little bit cleaner pocket. He needs his receivers to be consistent in catching passes. They've had Iowa hasn't had a lot of drops. I want to say six in the last two weeks, which might be in. Uh, might be a lot, but 
uh, it's had some timely drops, untimely drops. It's had, you know, enough drops to be kind of a nagging problem. So he just needs help right now. He's a sophomore. We're learning more and more about him. I think the coaches are learning more and more about him. So I, I hate to say there's any one thing that'll that'll kind of help him or kind of hurt, you know, what, whatever's hurting him right now. But maybe a little bit more consistency. And, and I mean, being a young player and a first-year starter, that's, that's maybe the last thing that drops. Mark, last thing from me here. Uh, let's get to the story before it's a story. Illinois comes to town. Not exactly an exciting game, though it is homecoming. <laughs> a lot of tickets. I'm sure you guys will find out the number tomorrow when you meet uh, over there in Iowa City. Does that become a story the rest of the year? Available tickets at Kinnick Stadium? Yeah, that's a good question. I think that's, um, you know, it's kind of it's going to come along with winning. Um, it's going to com- come along with interesting opponents and you kind of covered Illinois there, Trent. Not exactly an interesting opponent. Um, so Iowa hasn't sold out homecoming for a while. I mean, and I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it's not like unheard of for Iowa to not sell out homecoming. Yeah, Iowa's right now is kind of settling in. 65,000, there's, you know, that, 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 that last 5,000, it bugs people. And it's something that, you know, obviously there's a revenue issue there, and I'm not sure how much or if, if that's a – it's, I don't, I, obviously, it's not a make or break for Iowa, but you know that number is kind of a vanity number. And um, but if you look at Iowa, I mean, they're a top twenty-five attendance program. Uh, they're filling ninety-five percent of the stadium. Things aren't bad, but I can see where it's kind of a nagging issue. And you know, maybe if, if that number grows, Trent, by the end of the season, and say if uh, you know sixty thousand are at the Nebraska or at uh, I guess Purdue's the last home game this year. 60,000 at that game then, yeah, Trent, I think that is, that's a definitely a headline. Hmm. Ohio State, you still think that'll be a night game? I kind of do, mostly because it's Ohio State. Okay. And uh, I think at that point, I'm not sure if Ohio State will play Penn State. I don't have the schedule in front of me. But I'm not sure if Ohio State will have played Penn State by then or not. But Ohio State will still they be. They will have, you know, yes, the, the week before. They, the, and so they'll be in, you know, they'll, they'll, there'll be huge buzz for that program. Yep. You know, it did lose to Oklahoma. But it's still a viable playoff contender, especially if it beats Penn State. So, yeah, I think Ohio State, probably a night game for Iowa. Hmm. Last thing for you away from football, we're both passionate, passionate NHL fans. I've watched preseason hockey last night. I can't get enough of it. I've watched I've watched Patrick Line on loop over and over and over again scoring goals. He's good. He's an exciting player. Yeah, he is. Uh, is your team, the Blackhawks, going to make the playoffs? Yes, I think they'll make the playoffs. I think that they're... Uh, it's going to take a little magic, but uh, there are still some uh, elite elements on that team, and I believe uh, Corey Crawford is one of those. And I think the goaltending will be good enough to get that team in the playoffs. Mm. Will my team make the playoffs? No. Yeah, you're killing. <laughs> no, me. I yeah, I hope so. I I, I like the Jets, yeah. and I uh, I think it's one of those uh, teams that's getting more and more interesting every year. But I don't know if it makes the playoffs. Tough division, Mark. Great stuff. Appreciate it. Going to talk some hockey with you throughout our visits here in the uh, weeks to come. Uh, Great to talk to you, Mark. We'll talk to you next Monday. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. Mark Morehouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette, as we recap uh, Iowa and Michigan State. College football nationally with Bama Bob yet next. Tennessee, LSU, yuck. You did well on your picks, though. I did well on yeah. my picks. Thanks for reminding the listeners uh-huh. out there, Trent Condon, those of us uh, who are still listening for them. They've been bad up until this week. Uh, we were due. Let's take a timeout. Bama Bob joins us next. It's the Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. 
you found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Daddy, where do babies come from? Uh, well, uh... Honey? Mommy went to the store. Oh, well, you see, um, well, there's a mommy and a daddy, right? Right. And see, when they call GEICO, uh, they could save a bunch of money on car insurance. Oh, really? And that makes them happy? Yes, that makes them very happy. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could have this talk, Sunshine. (laughs) GEICO, because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. I make my Texas superfood from 55 raw, vine-ripened fruits and vegetables. You can see all 55 on TexasSuperfood.com. All of the nutrients that we need on a daily basis, I lost 60 pounds. I mean, that's huge. Since I've been on Superfood, I haven't been sick. I'm Dennis Black. Join us on TexasSuperfood.com. TexasSuperfood.com. Or call 877-55-TEXAS. That's 877-55-TEXAS. 877-55-TEXAS. Getting your flu shot at Walgreens is easier than ever. Just walk right in, and there's no cost to you with a $0 copay with most insurance. Plus, when you get a flu shot, you help provide a life-saving vaccine to a child in need through the UN Foundation. Swing by your local Walgreens anytime to get a flu shot and help make a difference. Get a shot, give a shot. It's that easy. Walgreens, at the corner of happy and healthy. Through August 31st, 2018, for every immunization given, Walgreens will donate $0.22 up to $2 million. Vaccine restrictions apply. Talk to your pharmacist to learn more. Running low on the stuff you need, time for a Target run. We're here for all the big moments and the little ones, too. Like when you're fresh squeezed out of toothpaste. This week, get a free $5 gift card when you spend $20 on beauty and personal care, including Crest, Aveeno, and Harry's. Or when you need a superfood pick-me-up, get Honeycrisp apples for only $1.99 a pound. Plus, we've lowered prices on hundreds of market pantry and up and up items like soup, allergy products, pain relief, and more. Target run and done. Pricing may vary. Restrictions may apply. Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com. And get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. 
Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio. You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG. Time to uh, talk college football on a national scale. He's Bama Bob. You can follow him on Twitter, at Bama Bob. Uh, Bama joins us every Monday to recap and every Friday to preview at this exact same time. Uh, and boy, Bama, I mean, where are you? I hate to look ahead. There's still a lot of season to be played, but uh, the Apple Cup of all things should be on people's radar, at least if the season continues to go this way. The Pac-12 North Washington, and in particular that Washington State Mike Leach-led team, that was a fun game. I don't know how much you stayed up and watched it on uh, on Friday night, Bama. I didn't get to the end, full disclosure. Uh, but uh, what I saw was was fun to watch. How about that Pac-12, Bama? Yeah, Ken, I, I did get to the end, uh, although I will admit uh, there's maybe a 10-minute gap there late third, early fourth, <laughs> whether I don't point <laughs> out I might have uh, you know dozed off a little bit. However, you're right. Listen, great story. Um you know, Mike Leach getting it done again, uh, you know, and an out, out, kind of an outpost. I mean, the two places he's really been in charge of, yeah. Lubbock and Pullman, you know, not exactly destination A. But, you know, the, the, you give him time, you let him, you know, you let him put in the system, recruit a little bit, stay out of his way, uh, he, he'll get it done for you. At least he's got a track record of that. And, and, Ken, the thing that I liked the most is this was a football game. This wasn't the old air raid. We're going to throw it 80 times and, you know, try to beat you 77 to 70. I mean, the, the, they held Sam Darnold under 200 yards passing, I believe. It was first time, lowest total of his career. Uh, the play ended on a, on a defensive play with, when, uh, you know, USC had the ball on a sack fumble. And, and, you know, look, this, it was, like I said, I don't know how else to put it other than it was a football game. This wasn't a video game. This wasn't one of those, you know, let's just try to outscore and who cares about defense kind of things. And it was a great environment, uh, and it's good to see, you know, fans get behind them and support the team. The place was packed. The field was packed afterwards, you know, when the game was over. And, but in terms of Washington State, I mean, Listen, 5-0 is great. They've done what they have to do, but they haven't played a road game yet. And you go start looking at that schedule. Starting this week, they go to Oregon Saturday night. Uh, then they play at Cal. They still have a road trip to Arizona. They finish the season at Utah, at Washington. Mm. Oh, by the way, they still got Colorado uh, and Stanford to come to Pullman. So, I mean, it is by no means a foregone conclusion, but all that said, for one night on a Saturday night in Pullman, it was a great environment, good game, fun to watch, and uh, just just really, really entertaining. So Mike Leach is 56. Probably one more jump if he would want to leave. 
the SEC. It is Nick Saban has ruined the conference. There's going to be Butch Jones will no longer be a champion of life, and he'll be fired. (laughs) Uh, But well paid. Well paid. Coach O, I mean, uh, unbelievable that he got a real contract out of that deal, which is still incredible. But here we are. Mike Leach, A, making the jump because everyone wants to be Alabama. Well, you can't be Alabama against Alabama because they're just going to do it better. Would it make sense for one of these programs after John Gruden says no, everybody else says no? Why don't we give Leach a shot? Well, I think I'm not sure Leach wants a shot. And and like I said, you know, I mentioned earlier, look look at where he's coached, okay? Pullman and Lubbock. Mm -hmm. And those are just places where you just kind of go, they let you do, you know, I don't want to say there's not pressure because there's there's pressure everywhere, but I mean it's not SEC, Tennessee, LSU mm-hmm. kind of you know twenty four seven three sixty five pressure. I mean I read a nice article on him maybe a little over a year ago, and you know he walks to work, he stops in and has coffee, gets his hair cut, you know he <laughs> you know he visits a couple of favorite diner, and people just kind of hey coach how's it going yeah, yeah good. That's not going to happen in Knoxville. It's not going to happen in Baton Rouge. Whether it's going good or going bad. He doesn't seem to be the kind that really wants the media attention. Um, and in fact, I think he would just prefer not to have any media obligations, although he's a great interview. And, and you know, he's a quirky kind of guy. But I don't know that he's going to want that. But I guess if he does, then he'll have an opportunity, I think. Although you mentioned Orgeron, and you know, I don't think Orgeron is going anywhere. I think, I think that is going to turn out to be a mistake of a hire, but it's a very expensive mistake because right now you have to pay him twelve million bucks to go away. You have to pay mm-hmm. Jones eight and a half million. Um, those numbers drop obviously uh, every year, but what you're seeing more and more, guys, is when an AD makes a bad hire, he's the guy that pays for the guy. Go- pays with his job. Um, you saw it at Nebraska, uh, and, and I think that's that's kind of starting a trend here if you get a bad contract, but, you know, I, I don't know how well Leach's system would work down here. I don't think he'd be really given the patience. I mean, look how long he's been up there at Pullman, and now he's just kind of got him where he wants. You're not going to get that. Look at Butch Jones. Um, you know, there, he's kind of been building, 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 and now it's just all the building is crumbling. So I, I don't think you'll see Leach in the SEC just because I don't think it's a good fit. Uh, and, and, you know, everybody wants Gruden, everybody wants Chip Kelly. He's the name that I think a lot of people are, sure. you know, throwing about now as well. Les Miles still out there. He's going to have to make a move pretty soon uh, if he wants another job at, at age 65. So uh, I'd love to have him down here. I think it'd be a lot of fun. I just don't think it's going to happen. Hmm. Bama, what I do think is going to happen uh, for the third year in a row, and you know what, I- I'm okay with it because it certainly <laughs> looks like Alabama and Clemson are far and away the best two teams in college football again. And and the last thing that we want is to get to the last game of the year and, and have a blowout. And we certainly haven't the last couple of years. We thought Clemson might take a step back because, well, after all, their quarterback is tearing up the NFL. Right. Um, but that defense is absolutely legit. Alabama, again, pitching a shutout uh, like they did. Alabama, the only team in college football that is yet to turn the ball over, which is a remarkable stat. Right. Um, You know what, if it's Clemson and Alabama again, um, you know what, for the college football fans out there that are sick of it, I I guess on one hand I understand it, but don't we want the best game? And it sure looks at this point that these are far and away the best two teams. I think you'd have to uh, certainly like both of their chances to make the playoff right now, Ken. I mean, you know, who knows in what order, probably one, two, if it were to start today. But 
Uh, you know, Penn State's going to have, I think, is going to have something to say about it. As well, Ohio State and Michigan in that conference. You mentioned Washington. Uh, I don't know where USC is going to go. Uh, Oklahoma, uh, you know, they, you know, they're still going to be in it, and they're a team that could, I think, could give Alabama a little bit of fits. I just don't know how Alabama's rolling. I mean, whatever it was, one twenty-five to three the last two weeks, and you, and you know, you start looking. Well, yeah, it's Ole Miss and Vandy. Well, Vandy beat a Big Twelve team. Yeah. Okay, so I, I you know. I don't know who's going to challenge Alabama. Um, I don't think it's going to be Texas A&M this week, although that line is sitting at about 28 points mm. right now, Ken, as a road favorite. So that's going to get Kevin someone's attention, and uh, whether you do anything about it, something different. But, yeah, you're right. Um, you know, look, it, it's not just, you know, Ollie Frazier 3 here, if you will. It, it's just the, the games have been so good the last couple of years, and, I don't know how good this one would be, uh, but uh, I wouldn't mind seeing it, obviously, and uh, or you know Penn State, throw whoever you want in there. But you know, it seems like they might be on a collision course. I don't know that either one of them, Alabama, still has to go to Auburn. They're probably going to get Georgia in the SEC championship game. Anything can happen. Uh, key injuries, anything like that, to the, mainly to the quarterbacks or whatever. But uh, it seems like we're on a collision course, and if we get it, I think it'll be fun. So that Georgia defense, we talked about it a bit last mm. week, Bama. They are ridiculously good. Do they have a team as by the time they will see and they can afford a loss in between? Are they good enough to beat that Alabama team in the SEC championship game? Might have to be 13-10. Can they do that? Uh, they can't beat them 13-10. to 10. Um, You know, they're gonna, nobody's going to hold Alabama to 10 points, guys, as long as Jalen Hurts is, yeah. stays healthy. They just, they just have too good of a run. They have a ridiculous stable of running backs. Uh, when Scarborough, Harris, Jeremy Jacobs, uh, Najee Harris, who was the number one you know, overall recruit in the nation, could barely make the backfield right now. Um, you know, Hurts is throwing the ball better than he ever has. He's, he, he's making progressions. He's throwing it. He's not just looking for Calvin Ridley and then tucking it. I mean, he, now, again, you, you look at level of competition, and I agree Georgia is a lot better. Georgia can run the ball. Uh, they can beat Alabama, sure. Uh, it's not going to be 13 to 10, I don't believe. But I, both, you know, Georgia's got to get past Florida. They got a couple other games on their schedule, but right now they they look far and away the best team in the East. Alabama, obviously, the best in the West with LSU struggling. Uh, you don't Tennessee doesn't like it. they're going to put up much of a challenge. We mentioned both these teams have to play Auburn, so Auburn, you know, they're getting better want, too, Bama. I think Auburn. They're getting a little better. Yep. Um, you know, they, they go to uh, – they host Ole Miss, but then they got three road games in a row. And I know they're, the conference is down, but they go to LSU, they go to Arkansas, they go to A&M, then they host Georgia and Alabama. That's a pretty rough ride mm. uh, to finish out the season. Um, so Auburn's going to have something to say about it for sure. Uh, but right now you would have to favor uh, Alabama and Georgia and Atlanta, and that would be a great game because it, would it be a home game for Georgia? You know, not really because Alabama's only a couple hours away, but I think that's the game right now if you're looking at just kind of what's happening, uh, reading the tea leaves. In this conference, that's what everybody's kind of looking forward to. Mm. Bama, have we maybe, um, you know, in, in our haste to um, 
crown Barkley as the Heisman winner, and, and, it, and it's tough not to put him in that rarefied space. This, uh, you know, only five weeks into the into the regular season, but but it seems inevitable with the way Darnold's kind of struggled a little bit. Are we overlooking Stanford and the what Love is doing out there running the football? Bryce Love again, he's putting up video game numbers out there, Bama. But again, it's the West Coast and. You know, sometimes Stanford's on really late at night. Uh, right. He's having a hell of a year. Um, in a, any other year, he'd be generating a ton of buzz, I guess. Yeah, he would. Uh, I think they still have Notre Dame on the schedule. Um, Last game so of the year, yep. So that's going to be a game maybe everybody's going to be looking at. Because Notre Dame's pretty good. I think the only loss is to Georgia so far uh, in a close one. It was close. Uh, at that. But, um, you know, look, Barkley, I mean, he's – Right now, you have to put him in as the front runner. I mean, you know, as you said, Darnold's kind of falling off a little bit. Uh, Lamar Jackson's lost a game. You know, Florida State's out. Of, I mean, all these, you know, you're the quarterback type things. And, and what he's done mainly against Iowa, and then the kickoff return was just ridiculous against Indiana. And, and then the one little screen pass he, he caught there, a little flare. He threw it. I don't know how many. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. He just, but look, he's going to have bigger fish to fry against, you know, Really high-profile teams in Ohio State and Michigan, and if he if he keeps putting up those numbers and that team keeps winning, then I don't know how you don't give it to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, which would be a shock coming out of the because we all thought beginning of the year, hey, it's going to be a quarterback. We just don't know which one: Baker but, Mayfield or Sam Darnold, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. And, and Mayfield's going to have a shot as well. He is. But look, I mean, right now, I think I think Barkley is the favorite if he keeps doing what he's doing. Uh, you know, love. Yeah, you feel for him a little bit. It's kind of the McCaffrey effect. A lot of people thought he should have won it the last couple of years, and it went to Henry and Watson uh, instead, or Jackson, I'm sorry. And, um, you know, so it's just one of those things. It kind of is where you play, who you play, when you play him, and who's watching. And, Bama, um, we're out of time, brother. we got to leave it at that. We will uh, catch up with you at 1240 next week. I'm with you. It seems like it's Barkley, but there are, there are other guys that any other year maybe wouldn't. Uh, the shadow that he's casting is awful big, Bama. We'll leave it at that. It it is, and it started in Kinnick Stadium. Yeah, great point. Talk to you next yeah. week. Thank you, Bama. On Friday, rather, we'll, uh, we appreciate it. Yep, take care, guys. Always enjoy it. Good Thanks. to talk to you, Bama Bob. Recapping college football for yet another week. When we come back, Trent, let's do a few minutes on the NFL. Okay. The Vikings took it on. I mean, <sighs> Dalvin Cook gone for the year. I was listening to PA. Oh, were you? I bet, yeah. I'll I'll tell you about that. Yeah, I can't wait to to hear that. (laughs) Uh, Dylan Mott's from Ames, Ames Tribune. We'll preview Oklahoma and Iowa State. Nick Athen jumps in here. Chiefs with a big one tonight. The only unbeaten team in the NFL. They'll host the Redskins on Monday Night Football. Hear it here on 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC. Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker. 1700 KBGG. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office party tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Kevin Harlan with Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner here for Westwood One with a preview of Monday Night Football. Well, we'll be at Arrowhead in Kansas City as the 3-0 Chiefs take on the 2-1 Washington Redskins. 
both with wins last week. Redskins impressive over the Raiders. This looks like a terrific matchup. Has the makings of a great matchup, Kevin. I look at the Chiefs, maybe the most complete football team in the National Football League right now, starting with Alex Smith, who's not only managing games, but making big plays with all those weapons he's got, including the young guy, Kareem Hunt, who's doing great things out of the backfield. And then with Washington, they played fabulous last Sunday night. If Kirk Cousins can bottle that up, and play that way again, coupled with the way their defense was rallying around the football, this is going to be a great football game. Redskins at the Chiefs on Monday Night Football. Remember to listen to Westwood One's coverage of the NFL all season long. Right here on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa auto parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. Got a paint project you haven't started? Now's the time to begin. The Home Depot has bare premium plus interior paint starting at just $23.97. It's a paint and primer in one, so you're not covering the same wall over and over. You paint it, then move on to the next one. We're pouring more into paint with unbeatable prices on bare premium plus interior paint. Now starting at just $23.97. The Home Depot. More saving. More doing. U.S. only in store for details. Staples has everything you need to keep your office humming for less, so you can run your business with confidence. The confidence that you can afford to replace that old printer that makes more noise than copies. The confidence to generate bold new ideas and the toner to put them on paper. The confidence to print a proposal that looks as crisp as your suit. Everything your business needs for less at Staples. And now buy two reams of Staples brand paper and get one free. Staples. It's pro time. Select SKUs. In-store only. Plus tax where applicable. Expires 10 It's baseball season, and if you're looking for a place to go for all the MLB games, make it Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Cubs, Twins, Royals, White Sox, Cardinals, even the Brew Crew, or an out-of-market game. Draft House 50 has you covered with the MLB Extra Innings Package. Upscale bar food, an amazing beer selection, and on the weekends, brunch and Bloody Mary Bar every Saturday and Sunday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. 